Matt Clayton Safey wants that VIP treatment from the Wolverine.com. He is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Clayton? I am doing well. I would love that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to enter that thing, I think. I would love to go to Augusta if, uh, if that were the price. I don't know if you're uh, – uh, again, I, uh, let me look at the rules. I don't, I don't think you're paid by us. We don't pay anybody. No. Superfly doesn't get paid. I don't right. get paid. None, nobody gets paid. <laughs> I can uh, tell you this right now. You guys have never paid me, so maybe I am – Oh, yeah. I, now you're bringing that up on air like you're slave labor? <laughs> What's up with that, Clayton? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna tell you right now, man. You never paid me. I'm Clayton. I'm Clayton Ray. I'm gonna start a union. Okay, it's like huge. It's like Jimmy Hoffa of Sports Radio. He he's running the union. All right, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool prize. How about the backup prize? If Michigan would lose to TCU, you get to go to Augusta. So you go down, stay in Savannah, uh, play golf at a exclusive Savannah private club. Watch the Masters Thursday afternoon at the club or at a restaurant in Savannah. Then bus up the next day uh, to Augusta. You get a Masters badge for a full day, uh, which would be round two at Augusta. And you go into the 1018 VIP compound or compound for premium food, beverages, and open bar. The dream trip. Bucket list type of stuff. I thought you used another word. I was saying that, too. All right, now let's move on. Let's talk about Michigan. Uh, your thoughts on the signing day. When you see a name, you watch some of the video at thewolverine.com. Uh, who do you think uh, two years from now we could be talking about uh, this guy or guys, plural, as studs from this class? Yeah, it's a great question. I'll go with one guy on each side of the ball, starting with offense with Cole Cabana, who's a four-star running back out of Dexter. I was actually at his ceremony earlier today when he was signing and. Uh, and he was just talking about how he feels like he can be a dynamic weapon for Michigan on the offensive side of the ball. He's similar to Donovan Edwards in that he can play both receiver, slot receiver, and running back and make plays, you know, both catching the football and running it. I think developing under Mike Hart is going to be big for him, him becoming an every down back. Uh, but I like him. He, he's got some really good track times out there. He is a speedster. And uh, I think he could really impact, uh, you know, maybe they find a role for him to, to get some snaps here or there next season. But I think certainly after that, he will uh, have a pretty big impact. And then the other guy is the guy they landed about an hour ago, Jair Hill, four-star corner, number 112 player in the country, who was really you know, kind of playing coy leading up to his decision. He didn't even put Michigan in his final five schools that he listed a couple days ago, which surprised everybody. And then he uh, he commits today and signs with Michigan. Um, Michigan's a little thin at corner. If you look at depth going forward for the next couple seasons, I think they're uh, you know they're really looking at some guys in the portal, so they could that, get that short up. But I think Jair Hill is talented enough uh, to make an impact and maybe push for the two deep right away, and then down the road be a guy who is who's really uh, you know kind of a starting role type of guy for maybe a couple seasons. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com is joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here in the huge show across Michigan Talk and Signing Day. I also want to get your thoughts on the transfer portal. Michigan, according to On3.com rankings, number one transfer portal class. Uh, how many impact guys from that group are starters from game one, fall of 2023 at Michigan? I'd say probably at least a couple, starting with Ladarius Henderson, who's probably going to, 
step in at one of the tackle spots, I would I would assume it'd be the left side uh, out of Arizona State. He's an All Pac-12 guy. He he feels like he's a perfect fit for Michigan. They got Josiah Stewart, who's an edge rusher out of Coastal Carolina. He was uh, you know he's had about 15 sacks over the last couple seasons there and making a step up in competition. But you watch his film; he, he looks really good uh, out of Coastal Carolina. Um, and then you know other offensive linemen they've got Drake Nugent, the Stanford starting center. Uh, they got Stanford starting right tackle Miles Hinton, younger brother of former Michigan defensive lineman Chris Hinton, uh, who played here you know the, over the last few seasons. Um, so they're kind of cleaning up out of there. And then I think really the number one guy who I could see starting, and I don't know if he necessarily will start every game, but Michigan does enough two tight end sets to get him some starts would be AJ Barner, a guy they landed on Tuesday, who was a team captain at Indiana last season or this season and, and really did a good job with 200 yards, 28 catches, had three touchdowns. Um, I thought that was a really good get because Michigan lost a couple tight ends to the portal, including Eric All, and they're going to lose a few more to graduation here at the season's end. So he could step right in alongside Colston Loveland, who's been a stud as a freshman, uh, and make an impact right away. But I like what Michigan's done, even landing Jack Tuttle, who's uh, also from Indiana at the quarterback spot. He's going to kind of fill into that Alan Bowman role, competing for backup uh, snaps behind J.J. McCarthy. you got to have depth there. Uh, almost likened it to uh, an NFL team picking up a just a you know backup quarterback by trade in free agency or something like that. I think it's good to have that depth there. He's started games in his career and has experience. So I think Michigan's done really well. And as you said, number one transfer portal class as it stands right now, uh, and you don't always say that about Michigan. They've really only gotten two, three guys a year over the last several, and they uh, seem to ramp that up this year. And I think people are pretty pleased with what they've gotten. Clayton Savey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders checking in on the Meyer Guest Line signing day. Uh, 2023 for next year's class. Uh, fast forwarding to a year from now, I know the 2024 Michigan class is much stronger. It is. They're off to a pretty good start there. And I will say this too. I think they have the chance to keep that going. If they land top hundred quarterback, Jaden Davis, who they seem to lead for at this point, it's going to be a battle, but it seems like he wants to commit soon within the next couple months, uh, according to our recruiting reporters over at the Wolverine.com. So that would be huge because as we've seen really the last few cycles and going back quite a while in recruiting, uh, a lot of times when you get an early quarterback commit, he can really lead your class. He can help recruit other guys to the fold. And really that's something that Michigan didn't have in this 2023 class. Uh, They did land a quarterback late who's also uh, an athlete. We'll see where he ends up position-wise at Michigan. And Kendrick Bell, who's the younger brother, of Michigan wideout Ronnie Bell, uh, but no true quarterback to lead this class. They went after Dante Moore, who's now at UCLA, and uh, you know didn't land him, and kind of decided to put all their eggs in the Jaden Davis basket. So I think that you know if they can get him in the fold, I think they rank 12th nationally right now in the 2024 class. Again, it's really early; they only have four or five guys, but they can keep that momentum going. And you've already seen some momentum with uh, 2025 guys as well. So uh, well, Michigan didn't have the best. 2023 class, they rank 18th nationally currently. That's their lowest haul since 2018. Uh, they look to be kind of rebounding a little bit on the trail, and uh, they're in on a lot of big-time guys in that next cycle. Clayton Savey from the Wolverine.com checking in, talking signing date. Uh, also looking ahead to 2024 Michigan football class. Uh, let's shift gears, talk about TCU Michigan a week from Saturday 
out in Glendale, Arizona. If that game was kicking off this Saturday, how would you feel about the matchup? Uh, how would you break it down? And also, what does that extra week do in terms of injuries, preparation? How does it help Michigan? Because all the mojo, it reminds me of last year, uh, Clayton, that you know you had you know beat Ohio State, undefeated season, win the Big Ten, and all of a sudden there's this lull. And Michigan looked really flat. And granted, Georgia uh, was full of studs, especially on defense. But that, yeah, that was, but that break, I thought, hurt Michigan last year. Yeah, I, I agree. And I will say this about Georgia, too. Georgia looked angry, you know, coming off of that loss to Alabama. They knew they wanted to get that rematch and, and win the national championship and prove that that SEC championship game didn't mean anything. So that was that was part of it as well. But I agree with you. I, I think in also talking to some Michigan players over the last couple of weeks when we've gotten to just speak with them after practices, they have talked about that, how they kind of fed into some of the distractions last year being in the college football playoff, and some of them were, were content with beating Ohio State and winning the Big Ten championship. And, and none of them were resting on their laurels, they said, but, but essentially, you know, they were on a bigger stage than they had ever been on. And now that the bulk of this team has been on that stage and experienced all that, I think they're going to be better off for it. I mean, remember that scene, Bill, after – the game and there's all the pictures out there on social media, but guys like JJ McCarthy, Donovan Edwards, Andrew Anthony, Mike Morris, some of the, the guys that were kind of waiting in the wings a year ago, they were all standing on the field heartbroken, but watching Georgia celebrate and they talked about it and have over the last couple of weeks too, that they were waiting for their moment. They feel like uh, they, they want to be the team on that stage this year and they're confident they're going to do that. And think about those guys that were doing that. A lot of them have stepped up this year and become the main players on this team, including the starting quarterback, the feature running back now, Donovan Edwards, and Mike Morris. You talk about injuries, I think having this month off really helps him. He didn't play in the last couple games, uh, believe in a leg injury there. So that's going to be big to get him healthy because he's second in the Big Ten. In fact, he's been really your leader on defense all year long, the Big Ten defensive lineman of the year. So that's huge. But I do think this Michigan team has a better mentality going in. And uh, I also like the matchup a little bit more. Don't, no disrespect to TCU, but it's not last year's Georgia's team. Georgia team. So uh, Michigan by how much against TCU? <laughs> Is that all you wanted? I, I, I didn't have to ramble all there. Um, no, although, I, you did a good job for not getting paid. I thought <laughs> you really worked hard. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, man. I think when we talked a week ago, I said about 10 points. Uh, I'll stick there right now. Uh, I do think TCU is going to be able to score some points. Uh, I think I said 34-24 on my last prediction, but uh, I'll stay right there. I think TCU is going to be able to to move the ball, score some points. Uh, They have big playability. They're a home run type of offense with quarterback Max Duggan. And he really, if you look at some of the deep passing numbers, he's one of the better uh, guys in the country at doing that. But I do think Michigan will wear them down throughout the game, and I, and I really like this Michigan offense and, and how physical it is going against the three-three-five defense in TCU that hasn't faced a, a team like Michigan yet. Clayton Safey does a heck of a job. Hardest-working freelance reporter uh, <laughs> I've ever been connected to from the Wolverine.com. Uh, checking in on the Meyer guest line. Clayton, uh, busy day with the signing day. Then it's getting ready for TCU and Michigan, and who knows, maybe a trip to L.A. Uh, Wolverines against the winner of Georgia and Ohio State. Nobody has really let it sink in that if that's Michigan-Ohio State in Los Angeles, 
uh, for the championship game. I can't imagine. Always appreciate the time. My best to the Safety family in Grand Rapids. I know they listen on our flagship station, 96-1, the game in GR. Clayton, uh, we'll see you in studio on Monday and talk about TCU in Michigan. I was going to say, I may have a gift for you on Monday, but have a great Oh, the bubble I'll, I'll pizza from your mom. You've, right. been, you've been saying that for like a year. So now you're going to make me feel even more guilty. You're going to bring in bubble pizza from Mama Safey and not get paid squat to sit in studio for an hour. No, it's all good. Uh, I will slap a guarantee on it. I'll use the G word, slap a guarantee. We'll have it in for you on Monday. So oh, we'll yeah. We're going to look at Superfly going, whoop, 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 my Mama Safey. <laughs> so you're going to make her cook all weekend for the entire Safey clan and then bubble pizza. Oh, yeah. You, you, she can come in, too. She wants to meet me. I won't even, you know what, seeing that I'm not paying you, I won't charge her the normal 250 an autograph. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. That's fair. We'll, see you, we'll see you Monday, buddy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, that'll be cool. He's, I'm glad I haven't guilted him into the bubble pizza from Mama Safey, but that'll be, I'm hungry right now. That'll be a good meal for us, Superfly.